Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today we have part two of Beth Moore's message about taking happy back. Here's Beth. Let me tell you, if, if we equate licentiousness with happiness, we have got a skewed view of holiness. Honestly, if we don't think in our minds that we could be set apart and holy at the same time that we could have a happy heart, we, we want to have a, a stronghold of legalism broken off of us because that is not sound theology, and I hope to prove it to you. Do you realize that we have set parts of our entire systematic theologies on, ver- on five or less verses? Built whole entire doctrines around a couple of verses. I'm not even challenging that. I'm just saying by the time you have a concept that is mentioned 1,700 times in the scripture, we might want to look up and give it some thought. Because I'm telling you what I'm throwing out is that right now we could use a message on the happy heart. Anybody? Because what I'm here to tell you is that I think from where I'm sitting and from where a whole lot of other people are sitting, it looks like the church is getting nothing but unhappier day by day, week by week, and fight by fight. I'm gonna tell you this, life gives us ample grounds, every single one of us to be unhappy, every one of us. So we've earned the right, if we want to be unhappy people, we've earned the right so we can go right ahead. So if we want to give way to that or not, and that's the way we want to live. Because naturally speaking, we've all had things that have happened. But what we'd be shocked to know if we don't already know it is that people who are happy and have a happy heart have not had all happy circumstances. It will be very rare that you find someone that you can just say, you know what, you just, you really honestly, you seem to be a happy person, that they're gonna return back to you in earnest if you've got time for a real conversation. You know what, I, I just, I've never had anything bad happen. <laughs> I mean, it, just, it just doesn't happen. That, that's not the way it goes. Are there seasons and times that are extremely sad and tragic when grief is uh, not only appropriate, but needful? That we wouldn't have a healthy heart if we didn't work through it. But you have the biblical right and responsibility to fight for a happy heart in Christ. I'm serious about being happy in Jesus. Anybody else? I mean, I, I, I'm serious that I'm not letting anyone take that from me. I'm not, that is something I have had as a gift in my heart for most of my life and I am not letting it go. Now listen carefully, because I wanna throw something at you that I think can be an issue in our churches when we want to have, you know, when we want to be conservative about the scriptures, and I do. I do. Um, What can happen to us sometimes is that in our appropriate resistance, listen carefully, appropriate resistance to what 2 Timothy 4 verse 3 says, there will come a time when people will not tolerate sound teaching. Instead, following their own desires, they will accumulate teachers for themselves because they have an insatiable curiosity to hear new things. And they will turn away from hearing the truth, but instead they will turn 
to myths. And so we are so, so vigilant to make sure that's not happening that sometimes we'll shut down a word before we even know it's sound because here's what we think. This is what we are risking when we wanna be really, really, really tight, and we do in the way we're interpreting the scriptures. Because what can happen is that we can get in the mindset, we can twist that until what it means to us is that if it sounds like good news, it could not possibly be scriptural. And do you realize how absurd that sounds? Because the gospel, the word gospel means good news. And so in our hypervigilance to guard carefully our sound doctrine, and I want that. I want you to hold me to that. I want to hold you to that. I want my pastor to be held to that. I, I want our leaders to be held to that. I want that. But let's be careful that we don't immediately assume that it's got to be our itching ears that want to hear something that happens to be good. That if everything we thought we were getting until we get to heaven is just find a way to suffer well. If that's it, and, and we, we have to find a way to suffer well. But I mean, is that it? Is that all there is to it? Because we can get where we think, you know, because I liked it, it cannot be sound. It cannot be sound. I object and I'm closing down. But what if we went to the scriptures, checked it out to see, is it so or not? We've got a gospel responsibility to rebel against our misery. Good news falls on deaf ears coming from miserable people. We, I've said it so many times that it's just like, it's nothing new, but it's just, it means nothing to share the good news in a bad mood. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. Here lately, I've just had to look in the mirror at home and go, does, does someone want what you have? Because that's imperative. Because we'll just be meaner than snakes or we're just joyless and then we're gonna share the gospel with somebody. Let me tell you the secret that I found to my happy life and they're going like. <laughs> our, our, our witness is at stake. That was Beth Moore and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Beth Moore Take Happy Back Part One. You can also find out more information about her at her website lproof.org. And I've also noticed that she has several different areas she's visiting in the country this fall, I mean this spring and this fall and this year, and that you can participate in one of her live events. So I encourage you to look that up and go check her out. And I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.